Hey everyone, welcome back to Market Mamas. Thanks for joining us for another episode. We're super excited today. We're going to have another trader interview. Yes, you guys, welcome back. And this today, I'm so excited because this is my favorite mentor. I'm a little biased, but um, Jermaine actually has been really instrumental in teaching me what I needed to get to my most consistent period yet. So um, we're really excited to dig into his brain today about psychology and how he's gotten as far as he has and, and any tips he has for us. Let's talk a little bit about when did you start trading and how did you get into it? Okay, so in two, so I moved to this country uh, February of 2007 mm -hmm. and i i was just in time for uh the recession all right so what's crazy about that was that i didn't know that the country was in a recession because uh it seems like i was born and raised in a recession right so i didn't i didn't really know what was a recession no. so i started to educate myself on that and um warren buffett at the time he became my idol uh he started to buy these companies out um you know pennies right and uh he saved a lot of them and i started to look at the stock market and said oh, oh my god i could have made so much money uh these companies were so you know cheap and now you know look at look at their value today so that sparked the interest i started to read um the intelligent investor i don't know if you're aware of that book mm -hmm. started to dig into value investing on a longer term and something about value investing resonated with me um, and i started to buy and hold and i went as far as doing even spreadsheets to, to value a company based on uh, warren's calculation and i was managing my personal brokerage account i had no idea about an ira at the time just had a brokerage account and um, I started to invest and I started to make money. You know, you make your thousand dollars here and there. Then I said, you know what? When I get established to a certain level, I will make sure that I take on this full time. Now, remember, I didn't know that there was day trading yet. I thought it was just a buy and hold strategy based on Warren's Buffett strategy. So fast forward 2015, I said, okay. I'm at a place right now where I can uh, make more money, right? I can invest in this. So I started to buy more books, read and read and read. And then I finally figured out that you could day trade. So now I'm like, oh my God, you can do this on a shorter term. I don't have to, you know, go into, you know, holding for two, three months. And uh, started to make a little money here and there. But you know what happens right after you win, right? You lose, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, oh my God, this is not as easy as I thought. I'm going to go deeper into uh, trading. So I bought some courses. It, at that time, you didn't have prop firms. I didn't know anything about prop firms. Um, yeah. So it was pretty tough risking my hard-earned money into the market. Um, it was very painful. And uh, I started to say to myself, hey, you know what? There, I, I have two ways I could go about this. I could put aside money to educate myself properly or I could go in head on learn from my experiences and lose this money okay so put aside about 30k and I decided to buy every course out there on day trading <laughs> right um, so I bought the courses and I found out that hey I'm probably going to need more than the courses I wanted mentorship right because there were certain things that I saw in the courses 
that they weren't consistently playing out in the market and I didn't have that IQ yet. I was trying to develop that IQ. I reached out to some people. Their mentorship programs were about $25,000. And remember, I already put that into my education. So I'm like, I have no way out. I just got to ride it out. Went on a few trading platforms and yeah, had quickly realized that signals and you know, people calling out trades didn't work for me. So it was it became a lonely road. Right. So we know it can be a very lonely road with lots of psychological hurdles. So for you in your journey, um, in your early learning years, what was the biggest psychological hurdle for you to manage? And, um, you know, now that you're more more of an advanced trader, has the most difficult um, part of your trading shifted over time? I like the word advanced trader and thank you. <laughs> um, but I, I, I have a, I, I just have this thing of never getting there, right? Um, I just feel like I'm always developing as a trader. Um, now to answer your question about the early psychology issues, uh, I had a lot of limiting beliefs and I had a lot of, I was very um, focused to the point where I was very stubborn. I I was a very rigid person. I was a very judgmental person, okay? And that didn't help. So I, those were my struggles. I, I, I was hard-headed and I, I was just young to this whole game of, of, of understanding myself, okay? Mm-hmm. And the limiting beliefs were there and I didn't know how to uncover them. And... I would say that's the biggest thing. And that came from my relationship with money. I came from a Christian background that said, hey, you satisfy with what you got, right? For some reason, uh, it, it kind of talked about, made you feel okay when you were poor because it's like God favors the poor. You, you'll be rewarded in heaven, something like that. So yeah. for me, reaching for more, I got a pushback because, hey, that's not how you were wired and then thoughts of you don't deserve this. How can you make money so quickly? What's going on? This is not the norm. Like typical limiting beliefs, I would say. Yeah. So let's go a little deeper into that then. Cause we love to hear Marco Mama's getting kind of raw, real facts about the struggle for this yes. consistency. Right. Yes. So how about when you were working through all that and figuring out what your limiting beliefs were, what would you consider your lowest low? Like, can you paint a picture of what that looked like in terms of how you felt and how you managed that, that period? I think depressed is a strong word, but I was almost there. Um, yeah. Look, I thought that it was going to be challenging to be able to sit at home and make money. I was aware of the challenges. Um, all my life, I've never... You know, no one has ever uh, handed anything to me. I had to fight for it, work hard for it. So I know it wouldn't be any different um, coming into trading. Um, but the 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 limiting the, the the limiting beliefs were hard to uncover, and I had to invest in um, psychology courses. I had to start meditating. I had to start asking myself questions every night before bed and put my subconscious to work. And that helped me to uncover, okay, where I'm at and what's really uh, stopping me. And keeping a journal of that 
uh, every time something came up in my mind that I'm aware of, because there's so many things that, you know, come through our mind that we're not aware of. And the only reason why I'd be aware of it is because I would feel my heart race. I would feel like a down, my, my mood would shift. So I'm like, hold on, what just happened there? And I would document it, right? So I started to get a picture of what was happening in my mind that I was aware of, documenting it, and praying about it, right? I started to pray about it as I, as I go along. That's really uh, inspiring and just so helpful to hear the amount of work you poured in, you know, to rewire yourself, you know, to break free from those limiting beliefs and to just, you know, push yourself further. Um, so what about in terms of consistency, though, with your um, trading? What did that look like and what practices did you have to establish um, to reach that consistency that you were eventually able to quit your day job, um, you know, years ago and just fund your life um, through trading? That's that's not a, a like a one time stamp thing. It's mm -hmm. like over a period of time, right? So mm -hmm. one thing one thing about me is like I dive into everything wholeheartedly. Like if something intrigues me, I like I jump in right away. And that's that was the blessing with me learning how to trade. So I used to go nights. I used to lose sleep. I you know it got to a point where I, I wasn't even giving my family enough time because I wanted to understand the mechanics, everything around trading. All mm -hmm. right. So after a while I got that undercover. Now I started to see, so I became an anomaly. I, I have to admit, like it didn't take me years to like see profits. And remember I was already investing on a long term in my brokerage account. So I had a relationship with trading, just not on a shorter term. So that kind of helped me to gain some, I think it helped me to gain some consistency with the day trading, because now I'm like, I know what it feels like to, to be in the markets. And I wasn't afraid of losing because as a value investor, you're not looking, you're not looking to get in like, at precise levels, you're looking to buy and hold. So a red mm -hmm. PL doesn't really affect you so much. And think I think that that helped me with trading, understanding that there'll be drawdowns and so forth. So I want to say like anywhere from eight months, I started to see consistency. Um, I did a few months on SIM, eight months started to see consistency, but not enough to quit your job, just enough to say, okay, there's progress here. All right. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was like after a year or two after that, I started to see more and more every day. And I'm like, hey, I can do this. It was to the point where I would set my limit orders, go to work, come back, accept the risk, and just come back and see a loss or a win. All right. I was winning more because I was setting my limit orders in areas that, hey, I was confident that it could get there as for a target. Yeah, I love that example of you're kind of normalizing the fact that it's not a quick like I'm consistent. So I'm going to quit my job and go all in like you took years to like really dial it in and then do both like doing the limit orders and trusting your analysis and letting it play out and being OK with the red like that. That probably was huge in like building up your stamina with taking and holding trades and like getting you to where you are now. Yes. And it built it, it gave me that that momentum, it gave me that conviction, that confidence mm -hmm. to say, okay, I can do this. 
And I remember yeah. one day I was having a bad day at work and I made, I made, I, I don't want to lie, but it's somewhere in the thousands. And I said, I'm going to quit this. I can't wait to quit this job. I hate this job. I used to say all these things because now I'm seeing evidence that, hey, you know what? I can do this. And that really pushed me forward. Then COVID hit. And I'm like, yes, this is what I want. Yeah. Right? Nice. So, okay. So since when you did transition then, um, what has helped you stay grounded in your discipline with being a full-time trader? Like the habits and routines that have helped you kind of stay consistent through the growth period of now this is kind of your biggest part of your work day. I had to change me being afraid to tell someone that this is what I do and I'm good at it. Right. So first I had to change um, me saying, you know, I'm an operations manager or I'm a, a business banker or whatever it was to I'm a trader you know, with confidence. So that was a big deal for me. The first time I said that, my heart leapt, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm taking on it. that. But I learned that from, I think it was a psychology course that I learned, like changing your identity and, and being that person. You want to pull the future you into the present. And that's kind of what I was uh, doing to slowly come to that realization that, hey, this is who I am today. And then meditation, meditation, meditation. I can't stress enough about meditation. Uh, I, it has worked wonders for me. I wouldn't be the person I am today without getting to know myself through meditation, observing myself and looking into my thoughts and examining everything. The same kind of curiosity that you go to with the chart is the same kind of curiosity you need when you're looking at yourself. Why mm. did your heart skip a beat just now? Why did mm. you feel down? Why did you feel happy? You need mm. to know all these things. I love that so much, that self-awareness. Yeah. Would you say that, um, you know, that that's just the most important, your spirituality and your faith, um, you know, that's led you to all your success? hundred percent, one hundred percent. Look, as human beings, we lack structure and we have to admit that. And, and if you have enough self-awareness, that's something you're going to realize that, hey, wh why do you think trading is so difficult? It's because we lack structure. We don't, we, we want to, we have this entrepreneur, entrepreneurial flair in us and that comes with us not having any government above us, right? So we make our own decisions. And because we lack structure in the very small things in our lives, we expect that we're going to have that in trading and it doesn't work like that, right? And a part of that structure is changing your identity, right? Developing the habits that you need. Now, my habits might be different than yours. For example, I drive pretty fast, okay? I had to start driving slower now, right? Because I need to be more patient. It's the little things like that, right? Instead of switching the lane and you see the play, don't switch lanes, stay in your lane. And I would relate everything I do to trading. That's like seeing a trade go by and don't take it because it's not your setup, stuff like that. I had to relate everything with trading and that came through awareness and the 
desire to change. I love how you're kind of framing it in that your your whole person had to change, like your identity. You lean into meditation to understand yourself better, your habits of your daily life. How it was like a over years period where you had to take the time to change and shift into a consistently profitable trader in order to make it sustainable. Seems like that change. is correct. And yeah, and, and I and I and as I share with you guys, when you get to that level, it's going to feel like it, it happened overnight. It's going to feel like at some point. Your consistency, your success is going to look like it's overnight because it's an accumulation of everything that you're doing coming up mm-hmm. to it, right? It's not. So when, when you just asked me that question of, um, you know, quitting my job and seeing consistency, there's no real definite answer. I can't even tell you when, but all I can tell you is that it happened over a period of time. Okay, one more question. Um, you, Kendra and I are mamas. You also are a parent. Um, how has it been? You mentioned a little bit of this earlier, but like figuring out the balance with with your regular life, your family, your responsibilities at home, and then the training. Because sometimes, I mean, I've certainly felt like it can be all encompassing. You just want to dive in and live in the charts and learn everything you can, but you can't actually do that and still maintain a healthy home. So how do you manage that? Structure. Structure, right? Structure and support. Because I sacrificed all those years to learn the craft. Less is more in trading at this point in my career. So detaching from that old Jermaine where you had to work hard, you had to work 13 hours to make a living. Now we understand. Now it's clear to me that the less I stay on the charts, the more effective I am as a trader, all right? Friday was a good example of that, just this past Friday, right? Mm -hmm. Traded for maximum of, let's say, 15 minutes, right? And my P&L doesn't reflect 15 minutes of trading, right? So it's these little experiences that will help to rewire you as you go along. So structure, back to structure, because I'm getting off topic here. Set a timetable, set a schedule. When do you need to wake up? When do you need to go to bed? When do you need to meditate? What happens after a trade, right? Block off family time. You have to be strict with that because if you don't have discipline in your regular life, your schedule, how are you going to have that on the charts, right? If this is a business, a business is open from nine to five with your trading business, you know that volatility picks up anywhere from 9 a.m., sometimes 8.30 to 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Why are you still around the charts after that? Why? Yeah. That means you're addicted, right? And trading is dangerous when it's an addiction, okay? It's a job. It's a business. So you open for business at a certain time. You close shop. You get on with your life. But that came through experience and pain to understand that, right? I I felt like I had to do 12 hours on the charts to perform good tomorrow. And then you lose a trade and you're like, I put in all that work. It doesn't work like that. So just we hear that a lot, but we need to internalize these things so we can have a better psychology and we can focus on mental health because mental health is a big thing. And one thing I realized over time is you, everything I used to do was 
was trading related outside of sitting around the computer. Now I, I, I read a book that's not trading related. I try to detach on Saturdays and Sundays. I don't even want to see the screen. I don't even want to look at Discord, nothing like that. I'm present right here, right now. This is all I'm sure about now. I'm not sure about tomorrow. I'm not even sure about five minutes from now, but I'm sure about right now. Oh my gosh. I'm like, you're giving me life right now, Jermaine. Like the level of maturity, the level of being just so intentional with your time, you know, being able to compartmentalize and just be present in the moment. Um, to backtrack a little when you were talking about, um, it, it made me think of one of the things I try to check myself on is any action before I take any action. Like, am I doing this to serve a feeling or to serve a purpose? And we talked about being on the charts more than we know we need to be less is more like that's one of the things it's like you know we sometimes we're like you said it's an addiction and we've talked about that in another episode but mm -hmm. it's such a fine line between like no i should be practicing more you know versus like no you just want to feel better about your progress right now instead of being like still and accepting that you already did your job today absolutely absolutely uh i i i can relate to that because there were days when i would get on the charts and i make you know, a, a, a certain amount. And I'm like, I need to make more. There's more time in the day. Right. And then you go mm -hmm. and you give it back. Right. Yeah. It, it It's so different. Trading is every, is the opposite of everything that you learned. It is the opposite of everything that you have been taught coming up. And this is why it's so difficult. Right. Really? But if, you <laughs> have, if you have the, the will, the drive, Right. And I think support is a big thing in trading. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I got caught up earlier on in saying I have to prove to people that I can do this. And this is this is not good. You need to have the level of confidence to say I can do this. I don't care if I'm going to lose my way to win it. But I'm going to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. And have some self-compassion as you go along. That was a big thing, too. Understanding that, hey, I have a red day today, but it's not the end of the world and it's okay. I'm not going to take that loss into tomorrow's trading, right? So that's a big thing. Lose my way to winning. Jermaine, you just dropped like a whole gym on us. I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's, it's real. I, I tell my members, no, I'm not afraid to, you know, to lose. I, I'm not afraid to lose because if I didn't lose... Somebody said somebody said this the other day, and I think it was so cool. If somebody told you you had to lose $100,000 in order to be a millionaire, I would try to lose that, that $100,000 quickly through experience, right? Like, I want to lose, like, I'm, I'm at 90000 now. All right, cool. I want to lose the next 10000 yeah. right? So, but Let's lose go. it with intention, <laughs> right? <laughs> lose it with intention. Lose it to learn something from it. Don't squander it. Yeah. It's like right. trade with intention to like understand the market and realize where you have to risk in order to reward. And then if it plays out, whichever direction it plays out, win or loss, what did you learn? And that's how you can actually really start getting to that million dollars past the first losses. Yes. You're not going to throw that, that, that hundred thousand away. You're going to lose with intention. You, go, yeah. you have to understand. And that's the thing with sim trading with people. Sim trading is good and it's bad. It's good in the sense that you can develop a discipline. 
and look, I'm telling you right now, if I was to go through a losing period, I don't have any problem going on sin. Right? And that ego of always trading life has gone out the door. Okay? I'm not afraid to go on MES. A lot of people, they'll be like, oh no, I've been consistent. I need to make this amount. Nope. If I ever come to the charts thinking about money, I had a frustrating day the other day, right, Becky, where I immediately saw the market going to a level, went to the gym, put on the trade, and my whole focus that day was about the PL. And I lost. Yeah. I lost. It's just a reminder that you have to make sure that every day you're in your body, right? You're present. Yeah. I feel like we could pick your brain forever. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on with Market Mamas. Like your your wisdom with this and and your your humbleness with recognizing you're still mid process. Um, but you have learned so much. And I really just love how you do impart that on others that are curious to know. So really thank you so much for being on with us today, Jermaine. Yes, thank you I so much, Jermaine. Thank you. I'm gonna watch this like many, many times and I know our I hope our viewers find as much value in it as, as us. So Appreciate having you here. Thank you. I, I Thank you guys for having me on. Look, I'm your biggest fan, all right? I'm here. I'm cheering you on, okay? <laughs> Yay. Many good contents. I don't even watch Netflix anymore, okay? I watch Market Mamas, all right? So um, I love the content you guys are putting out. It's so real. Um, and I just want, you, want to encourage both of you to stay focused, all right? And everything will fall into place, all right? Thank you so much, Jermaine. Happy, happy trading. And uh, we'll talk to you maybe again another time. Yes. Talk to you soon. Hi, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Thanks Bye. for joining us today. Thank you. Bye -bye. Take care. <laughs>